Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point of sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Hello, friends. In this episode, I'm thrilled to introduce you to a podcast that you'll definitely want to squeeze into your listening schedule. This episode is brought to you by The Jordan Harbinger Show. Now, if you're like me and our other listeners, you're probably not just tuning into Radio Headspace. You've got about six shows on your rotation, which is great. Diversity in our podcast diet is something I fully support. So speaking of variety, let me suggest another gem for your playlist. The Jordan Harbinger Show. It's not just any podcast. It was named one of Apple's best of 2018. Jordan isn't just another voice in the crowd. He really stands out. He dives deep into the minds of some of the most intriguing people on the planet. We're talking about a wide range of guests, from athletes to authors to scientists and even mobsters and spies. And let's not forget, he also brings on CEOs, political activists, and FBI agents, depending on what might click with you, the listener. Jordan has this unique knack for coaxing his guests to open up and share stories and insights that you won't hear anywhere else. Each episode is packed with strategic wisdom that's meant to help you think more critically and navigate today's complex world more effectively. And it's not just the content that's top-notch. Jordan's Feedback Friday segment is particularly relatable. He tackles real listener dilemmas, everything from navigating tricky family dynamics to enhancing your career and personal relationships. It's one of those rare shows that you can tune into whether you're looking to challenge your intellect or need a bit more practical advice. From a personal standpoint, I'm a huge fan of how Jordan runs his show. He's got this approachable, engaging style that makes even the most complex topics accessible and entertaining. And honestly, his podcast isn't just good. It's a must listen. So why not add the Jordan Harbinger show to your podcast rotation? With never a dull moment, it's incredibly engaging and always interesting. Just search for the Jordan Harbinger show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R 
on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, friends, supporting my sponsors helps keep this show alive and kicking. If you give Jordan's show a try after this recommendation, it helps us continue to bring you great content. Show some love for The Jordan Harbinger Show by searching for it. Remember, that's H-A-R-B as in boy, I, N as in Nancy, G-E-R, on your favorite podcast platform. Hi, I'm Dr. Lori Santos. Welcome to Radio Headspace and to Monday Morning. I'll be guest hosting Radio Headspace this week, and I'm so happy to be here. If you don't know, I'm a psychology professor at Yale and head of Silliman College. I also host The Happiness Lab, a podcast all about the science of happiness. Over the years, I've learned that the pursuit of happiness is not as straightforward as we'd like to believe. Many of the things we think will make us feel fulfilled or content actually do just the opposite. So this week, we're going to talk about how to find happiness, and in the process, debunk some of the most commonly held beliefs that lead us off the path. On that note, today I'll explore how our minds can lie to us about what will make us feel good and what truly makes us happy. I think happiness is really difficult to achieve, not because we're not putting work in, it's because we are putting work in, but we're doing it the wrong way. I think a lot of us are faced with this idea of hustle culture, right? That if we push ourselves at work and earn more money and get more accolades, that that we'll feel happier. But there's so much evidence that that's just simply not going to work. Happiness is really not about what we achieve, but the evidence suggests that it's in the journey, right? It's in the path that we're taking to get somewhere. One of my favorite kinds of stories when it comes to the misconceptions we have about happiness are cases of people who had something that they would have assumed would have been terrible happen in their lives, but ultimately they got some happiness from it. One of my favorite examples of this is the former military man, J.R. Martinez. He thought that the thing that would make him most happy would be to serve his country and to become, you know, an, an army brat for life. And what happened was when he was on his first tour of duty, his Humvee hit a mine and his Humvee exploded. He had burns over three-quarters of his body. He had lost his military career. He had lost his looks. He was otherwise a really good-looking guy. And he wasn't really sure what he would do with his life. You might think this is a terrible thing to happen. But J.R. describes this as a blessing. It taught him what he really wanted in the world. It gave him opportunities to help other people who'd been through awful incidents like he had. He started helping people, giving talks to burn victims. He even wound up becoming a celebrity on Dancing with the Stars. I love this story because it shows us that the things we believe will be terrible, they might not be as bad as we think. And the journey that we get from going through something that's difficult might bring us more joy than we often expect. So there are a bunch of things that we can do to actually become happier. They're not what we think, but they're the kinds of things that science shows work. The easiest one is that we can increase our social connection Every available study of happy people suggests that happy people are more social. Happy people are also more other-oriented. They tend to do things like donate money to charity or volunteer their time for causes they believe in. They're just a little bit more focused on other people, which I think is a misnomer. We often think that happiness is about self-care, but the evidence suggests it's really about other care. 
Then there's simple behaviors you can engage in that we know are good for our physical health that really map onto our mental health too. Just the simple act of making sure you're getting enough sleep, that you're getting in some exercise. Simply moving your body can be a powerful way to improve your well-being. Lots of countries in Scandinavia, places like Denmark and so on, often report much higher happiness than even, say, the United States. It turns out that if you look more carefully about the behaviors and the mindsets of people in these so-called happier countries, they're doing things like moving their bodies more, you know, biking around, engaging in more social behaviors. You know, Denmark is an incredibly social country. It's one of the ways they get through, you know, these really dark winters is to practice hygge, you know, this idea of connecting with other people. And so I think once you dig into the particular behaviors and mindsets that a happy country has, you start to realize it's no secret why they're happier. So if you're just starting out on this happiness journey, I think my first piece of advice would be, you know, take baby steps. Even if you hear all these tips you can engage in to feel better, you know, pick one and just start small, right? And and mindfully notice how it's going, how you're feeling, how you're tackling this journey. You know, one of the cool things about measuring happiness and the kind of empirical science of happiness is that you are the only subject, right? You're the one who knows whether or not the behaviors you're engaging in make you feel good. And so really take time to do that personal experiment yourself. Really take time to notice whether the changes that you're making are really having an impact. You know, you are ultimately going to be the one person that has the say in whether or not these things are working for you. You can find my podcast, The Happiness Lab, anywhere you listen to podcasts. We'll also have it linked in the show description. That's it for me today. Tomorrow is all about rethinking self-care and how to create a routine that really helps you feel your best. Until then, take care. Hi, everyone. It's Dora. If you like radio headspace, I have a feeling you will love Dear Headspace. Dear Headspace is our weekly talk show featuring each mindfulness teacher from Radio Headspace and our wonderful host, Robin. We're answering your questions and sharing our unique perspectives on life, relationships, and just about everything else. You can find it on the Headspace app or wherever you listen to podcasts. Happy listening, friends. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.